and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Oh, it isn't long now until Christmas. I love the festive wind-up to the big event and at Sleep HQ we take it extremely seriously. Everyone needs plenty of downtime and good sleep to ensure they're on tip-top form for all the festive celebrating and excitement. So we have a variety of wonderful Christmassy stories to help you drift off whenever it's bedtime or even if you're just trying to catch a quick nap. Our first Christmassy tale features your number one most requested canine characters. And it actually begins on a frosty Christmas Eve. Yes, we're soon going to meet up with our good friends Hector and Sunny again. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. It's cold, and the frosty trees and grass are twinkling in the dusty light as two dogs stroll towards the park with their owners. At the park, the dogs see a silver bauble rolling across the grass, and when they follow it, they find a very special person who needs their help. This is Hector and Sonny Help Santa Claus by Gillian Rogerson. On a frosty morning in December, a golden retriever by the name of Hector was on his way to the park with his owner. They were going to stop at a house along the way and collect Hector's best friend, a cocker spaniel called Sonny. The dogs were the very best of friends and had been on many magical adventures together. Whenever Hector thought about Sonny, his heart danced with joy. Hector and his owner soon arrived at Sonny's house. She was standing with her owner outside their front door. When Sonny saw Hector, she jigged happily from side to side and barked out a loud hello. Hector barked back and grinned at her. Sunny and her owner walked along the garden path and out of the gate. The owners said hello to each other and then strolled along the path. The dog's owners fell into conversation and talked about the weather and how there might be snow later. Sunny walked at Hector's side. She smiled at him and said, Merry Christmas, Hector. Merry Christmas to you too, Sonny. Hector grinned at her. His grin faded and was replaced by a thoughtful look that Sonny knew well. Hector often had very deep thoughts and she waited patiently to hear what his latest one was. Hector said, I've been thinking about this Christmas thing, Sonny, and I know Father Christmas delivers gifts to children around the world, but do you think he delivers presents to dogs too? Also, do you think he has a dog of his own? Sonny said she didn't know, but thought those were interesting questions. Maybe we'll find out the answer someday, she said. 
With a wise look in his beautiful dark eyes, Hector said, Sonny, I've got a feeling that we might find out the answers very soon. Can you sense something special in the air? Sonny sniffed the chilly air and said, I can sense that snow is on the way. Is that what you mean? Hector shook his head. No, not the snow, but I can smell that too. It's a magical feeling, one I've had before. And I think it means we're going on another adventure soon. Sonny chuckled in delight. Another adventure? On Christmas Eve? How exciting! She did a little dance from side to side. Hector danced too. Their owners looked down at the dancing dogs, shared a look of confusion and then carried on talking about the weather. A few minutes later they reached the park and began to walk along the meandering path. The bare trees were covered in a light layer of sparkling frost. A delicate lacework of frozen mist lay on the grass and twinkled brightly in the sun. Sonny whispered to Hector, I can definitely feel the magic in the air now. Hector smiled at her. The group walked along the path and towards a cafe that was next to a lake. Some tables and chairs were set up outside the cafe and outdoor heaters had been placed near them. When they reached the cafe, Sonny's owner went inside and returned shortly with two mugs of hot chocolate for herself and Hector's owner. The friendly woman who ran the cafe came out with two bowls of water for the dogs. The bowls had pictures of dancing gingerbread people on them. She put the bowls on the ground and gave Hector and Sonny a big smile. The dogs smiled back at her and barked out, Thank you. Hector and Sonny's owners sat down with their mugs of hot chocolate cupped in their gloved hands. Steam rose from the mugs and swirled in the cold air. The dogs had a quick drink of water and then looked round at the other visitors to the park. There were plenty of dogs who they knew and Hector said he should go and say hello to them all. He asked Sonny if she wanted to go with him. But Sonny wasn't listening to Hector. She was staring at something. There was a puzzled look on her face. Hector soon saw what Sonny was looking at. He frowned and said, Is that a silver ball rolling across the grass over there? Sonny replied, I don't think it's a ball. It looks like one of the Christmas baubles that hang on my tree at home. Can you hear that noise, Hector? It sounds like jingle bells, and it's coming from behind that tree near the bauble. Shall we go over and investigate? Hector said yes, and the dogs jogged towards the silver bauble. It stopped rolling and came to a stop on the sparkling grass. A silver-furred squirrel popped out from behind the tree. 
He was called Sydney, and the dogs had met him many times before. Sydney scampered over to them and wished them a Merry Christmas. The dogs returned his greeting. With a familiar twinkle in his eye, Sydney said, Would you like to go on another magical adventure? I have a friend who needs your help. The dogs nodded eagerly and followed the squirrel as he scampered back to the tree and went around it. When the dogs jogged around the tree, they were astonished to see Santa Claus standing there. He was dressed in a bright red coat, which was edged in white. His trousers were bright red too, and his black boots gleamed. Santa's beard was thick and fluffy, and merriment danced in his eyes. Sidney stood at Santa's side and grinned at the dogs. Santa let out a cheerful ho, 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 and waved to Hector and Sonny. Hector and Sonny waved back, somewhat shyly. Santa Claus walked over to the dogs and knelt at their side. His voice was deep and calming as he said, Hello there, you two. Sydney has told me all about you and the adventures you've been on. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you, Hector and Sonny. Hector and Sonny gave him bashful smiles. Santa smiled warmly and continued talking. You might know that I deliver gifts to the children of the world, but did you know that I also deliver gifts to dogs around the world? Sonny stared wide-eyed at Santa and said Hector had been wondering about that very thing earlier on. Santa said, Oh, really? What a lovely coincidence. I have a pet dog called Bernie, and he helps me deliver the presents to the dogs, but we've got a lot of places to visit tonight, and Bernie said he could do with some extra help. And that's why I've stopped here. Sydney is a good friend of mine, and he's helped me with many things over the years. And as soon as he mentioned you two, I knew you'd be the perfect dogs to assist me. Hector, Sonny, can you help me? Sonny spoke for them both and said, We would love to help you. Santa stroked Sonny's head. Thank you. He stroked Hector's head too. And thank you as well. The presents are still in the workshops, having some final checks, so we need to go there first to collect them. Hector asked how they would get to his workshops, and had Santa driven to the park? Santa straightened up and chuckled. His tummy wobbled like a bowl full of jelly. He said, <laughs> I flew here in my sleigh. Let me reveal it to you. 
he waved his gloved hand in the air. The noise of jingle bells sounded out again, and a beautiful red sleigh appeared behind Santa. Six magnificent reindeer were fastened to the sleigh with silver reins. On the reins were dozens of tiny bells that jingled merrily. A huge St. Bernard dog was sitting inside the sleigh, and there was a small wooden barrel tied loosely around his neck. Hector and Sonny's mouths fell open as they gazed at the amazing sleigh, the reindeer, and the friendly dog who was now waving to them. They didn't know quite where to focus their attention. Santa saw their astonished expressions and suggested they say hello to the reindeer first and then say hello to Bernie. Sidney the squirrel raised his paw and said, There's one thing we need to do before that, Santa. We need to freeze time. Otherwise, the good people of this park will be wandering over soon to admire your sleigh. Sidney clicked his little fingers, and a little ring of sleigh bells appeared in his paw. He shook them three times. The world around them froze in time. Hector and Sonny looked over at their owners, sitting outside the cafe. They had frozen in time too, and even the steam rising from their mugs had become still. Sidney made the bells vanish. He told the dogs that when they wanted to return home, they didn't need to bark three times as they usually did, but to say Merry Christmas three times instead. Sidney waved goodbye and scampered away. Santa took the dogs over to the reindeer and introduced them. This? is Dasher, Dancer, Prancer and Vixen. And on the other side are Comet, Cupid, Donna and Blitzen. Hector and Sonny nodded hello to each reindeer. They had never seen reindeer before, except on the television or in pictures. And the animals were more magnificent than they ever could have imagined. Next, Santa introduced them to Bernie. Bernie gazed at the dogs with eyes full of kindness and warmth. Hector and Sonny instantly felt a connection to him, as though he was a friend they had been waiting to meet. Bernie said, It's wonderful to meet you, Hector and Sonny, and I'm so glad you're helping us on this beautiful Christmas Eve. Won't you sit beside me? Tell me, do you two like gravy? I've got some in this barrel around my neck, and there's plenty to share. I never leave home without my barrel of gravy. At the mention of gravy, Sonny and Hector leapt into the sleigh in a flash. They settled down on either side of the friendly St. Bernard dog. A lovely aroma surrounded Bernie 
and it reminded the dogs of fun times filled with laughter and love. It made them feel all warm and happy inside. Santa got into the sleigh and picked up the silver reins. He called out the names of the reindeer and told them to head back home to the North Pole. The sleigh rose smoothly from the frosty grass and soared upwards. Over the park they flew. Hector and Sonny took another glance at their owners sitting outside the cafe. And even though they were frozen in time, the dogs waved goodbye to them anyway. Santa flew the sleigh high above the town and over the countryside. Soon, they were soaring above the sea. As they continued on their journey, Bernie gave Hector and Sonny a serving of the hot gravy. The dogs said it was the most delicious gravy they had ever, ever had. Sonny added, It tastes like magic and laughter and fun and cuddles. She let out a cute giggle. (laughs) If you know what I mean. Hector said he did know what she meant and he completely agreed. Very soon the sleigh headed towards a land covered in snow. Bernie said to the dogs, This is the North Pole. This is where Santa and I live, with Mrs. Claus and the elves. You'll get to meet them soon enough. Mrs. Claus loves to make a fuss over visitors. Hector said he didn't mind at all because he liked being fussed over. Santa brought the sleigh to a smooth stop outside a house that looked like it had been made out of gingerbread. It smelled like gingerbread too. Twinkling fairy lights were strewn across the roof of the house and around the windows, giving it an enchanted feel. Clusters of snow-covered trees stood at either side of the house, and behind them were some bright red buildings that were festooned in fairy lights. Bernie told the dogs that those buildings were the workshops, and that's where they would be going first. At that moment, the door to the gingerbread house opened, and a woman with rosy red cheeks hastened out. Her long red dress matched the outfit that Santa was wearing, as though it had been cut from the same cloth. She beamed at Hector and Sonny and moved closer to them. Hello, hello. Welcome to our home. I received a message from Sydney telling me you were on your way. I'm Mrs. Claus. You must be Hector. What a glorious golden colour your fur is. And you must be Sunny. My goodness, what beautiful eyes you have, Sunny. Are you too warm enough? Do you need something to eat or drink? Hector and Sonny said they were fine, thank you. They couldn't stop smiling at Mrs. Claus. 
She was so very friendly and welcoming. Santa Claus jumped off the sleigh and gave his wife a hug. He said, I'd better get over to the workshop and see how the elves are getting on. He kissed her on the cheek, making her blush. Hector and Sonny giggled. Santa asked Bernie to take their visitors to the dog's workshop. Bernie nodded in reply and asked Sonny and Hector to follow him. Bernie jumped out of the sleigh and padded between the snow-covered trees and towards one of the red buildings. Hector and Sonny followed in his paw prints. Bernie took them into the nearest building, which was made up of one enormous room. Lines of tables stretched out to the far side of the room and standing in front of the tables were groups of smiling elves who were busy making a variety of items. The elves looked at Hector and Sonny and sent a cheerful chorus of happy hellos their way. The dogs waved casually to the elves, trying to look as though they waved to elves all the time. Bernie said, We've got most of the presents ready for delivery, but some need a final test. Would you help us with that? The ones that need testing are at the back, over there. Hector and Sonny said they would be happy to help. They walked behind Bernie as he led them through the room. The elves smiled at the dogs as they went by. There was a jolly atmosphere and the dogs just couldn't stop smiling. Bernie stopped at a table at the end of the room. He picked up a clipboard from the table and peered at it. He said, Ah, the first item that needs testing is a gold-coloured football that's due to be delivered to a beagle in England. She doesn't live too far away from you two, actually. She loves playing football with her owner's children and has been dreaming about a gold-coloured football for the last few weeks. Hector had a question for Bernie. How do you know what dogs want for Christmas? They can't write you a letter like children do. Bernie lowered the clipboard and explained. Dogs often dream about things that fill their heart with joy. Dogs' dreams are full of magic, and they drift towards us on evening breezes. We sort through them and see what the perfect Christmas present would be for each dog. Hector and Sonny gazed at Bernie in wonder and said they never knew that. Bernie searched the table and found a gold-coloured football. He picked it up and said, Would you test this for me, please? You can go out of that door over there and give it a kick around in the snow. Don't worry about damaging it. The ball is made from magical material and will never become damaged. Hector and Sonny took the football outside and began to play with it. They knew how to play football because they often joined in with games in the park, even though sometimes they weren't 
actually invited to play. The golden football was great fun to play with, and the dog soon returned to Bernie and told him it was perfect. Bernie thanked them, took the ball, and threw it over to a waiting elf, who expertly wrapped the item in less than two seconds. Hector and Sonny proceeded to test more items. First of all, they tried on a variety of slippers for a poodle in France. The poodle's owner wore slippers on an evening, and the poodle wanted some of his own too. But in his dreams, he couldn't decide which colour he liked best. After trying on many pairs in different colours, Hector and Sonny agreed that some red velvet slippers with pom-poms on the end were the perfect ones. Bernie agreed and nodded at a nearby elf, who swiftly whipped the chosen slippers away to wrap them up. The dogs tested some dance mats next for a Dalmatian in Australia who loved to boogie with her family. Hector and Sonny loved to boogie too, and had a wonderful time dancing on the mats. Some of the elves joined them and had a fabulous time. After a lot of jiving and jigging about, Hector and Sonny reached a decision, and the chosen dance mat was sent on its way to be wrapped up. More items were tested, including a set of drums and a guitar. Bernie politely asked the dogs to test them in a soundproof booth nearby. Once inside the booth, Sonny beat a catching rhythm on the drums, and Hector played a bewitching tune on the guitar. Afterwards, Hector and Sonny talked about setting up a band one day and taking their show on the road. Once all the presents had been tested and then wrapped up, Bernie said it was time to deliver them. The elves placed the presents into red velvet sacks and took them outside and placed them in the sleigh. Bernie and the dogs climbed onto the sleigh and waited for Santa. He arrived a few moments later with Mrs. Claus at his side. Mrs. Claus had some blankets which she tucked around the dogs. She asked Bernie if he had enough gravy in his barrel. He nodded and said he had filled it with magical Christmas Eve gravy that would never run out. Mrs. Claus gave everyone a hug goodbye, including Hector and Sonny, and wished them a very merry Christmas. Santa called out to his reindeer, and they were soon airborne again. Hector and Sonny waved goodbye to Mrs. Claus on the snowy ground below, and to the elves who had gathered next to her. The sky had turned darker and was full of twinkling stars. The full moon was big and bright. Santa flew the sleigh through the night sky, and it wasn't long before they arrived at their first destination. It was the house where the football-loving beagle lived. 
Santa asked Hector and Sonny to help him deliver the gold-colored football. The dogs stood on the roof with Santa. He waved his gloved hand over the small chimney and made it into a helter-skelter ride that wound its way down into the house. Santa jumped onto the slide and whooshed downwards. Hector and Sonny followed him, their ears flapping as they zoomed round and round. There was a big cushion at the bottom of the slide, and their landing was a soft one. The beagle was snoozing peacefully in her basket, a dreamy smile on her face. Santa silently placed the present next to her, and whispered, Merry Christmas. He went back to the slide, sat on the bottom of it, and whooshed backwards and upwards. Hector and Sonny did the same. More presents were delivered in the same way, and time flew wonderfully by. Hector and Sonny were having an amazingly magical time, and kept their energy levels up by taking regular drinks of the delicious gravy. At one point during the starlit flight, Sonny looked out at their surroundings, sighed happily, and slowly blinked. Hector asked Sonny what she was doing. Sonny said she was taking a mental picture of the magical moment so that she could remember it forever. Hector thought that was a lovely thing to do, so he did the same. In what seemed like very little time, the last of the presents had been delivered, and Santa said it was time for the dogs to return to the park. Unless they wanted to help him deliver presents to children around the world. Hector and Sonny had grown more tired throughout their journey and told Santa they should return to the park. After saying goodbye to Bernie and Santa, the tired dogs let out three sleepy Merry Christmases. In a flash of silver, Hector and Sonny were back at the park and standing on the frosty grass again. It was daytime and their owners were now unfrozen and sipping their hot chocolates. Hector looked left and right. Where did Santa go? Sonny smiled and told Hector to look upwards. The two dogs gazed at the sky and saw Santa's sleigh flying above them. Santa and Bernie waved and called out a Merry Christmas which floated on the winter wind towards Hector and Sonny and wrapped around them like a warm hug. The dogs sighed happily and agreed that their Christmas Eve adventure had been a most magical one. They padded slowly over to their owners 
and flopped at their feet. Their owners finished their drinks and then headed home. Later on, the snow began to fall, and inside their respective homes, Hector and Sonny snuggled up to their owners and thought about their day and all the dogs who would be waking up to presents they had only dreamed about. A feeling of warmth and happiness flowed through the dogs and stayed with them as they fell asleep on that snowy Christmas Eve. As they slept, Santa paid them a visit and left a silver bauble on each of their Christmas trees. On the baubles was an image of Hector, Sonny and Bernie sitting inside Santa's sleigh as it flew through the starlit sky on the most magical of nights.